0: Welcome to episode 8 of the Request 2021 podcast. And things are ticking along really well with the project, uh, despite the setbacks caused by lockdown. Um, We've just uh, published the second of our four annual newsletters. And that's now available uh, going out to people, but uh, it's uh, a PDF download. Uh, from our uh, Facebook page, Request 2021 Facebook page, and also our website, www.request2021.org.uk. So you can get hold of the newsletter there if you haven't been emailed it. Um, Also, uh, Darcy Holmes, uh, one of the participants, uh, has been producing uh, all sorts of fun home-based craft activities and challenges uh, ...for people to earn themselves a Shackleton the Penguin badge. So uh, take a look at our YouTube channel um, and uh, social media... ...and uh, there's lots from Darcy on uh, activities for you to do in lockdown. Uh, so, episode 8. Uh, in this episode we have uh, a... ...we're going to start with a short extract uh, from James Mars' private diary... Um, Scout Marr uh, in September 2022, um, reflecting on the year he had on the quest expedition. Then there's a another clip from my presentation to Medway Town's SAS, uh, this time focusing on Mooney leaving the expedition at Madeira and uh, Shackleton's death in South Georgia. And then lastly, we will have the uh, second of our Scottish participant interviews, uh, this time with Sam Payne from Aberdeen. Um, So that's it for this week. Hope you enjoy. But we'll start with uh, James Maher's Private Diary, September 2022. We crept into Plymouth Sound and dropped our anxious anchor in Cowson Bay, home from the great adventure. Next day Dr Rowett entertained us to a sumptuous luncheon and that same afternoon we set sail for Portsmouth where the quest was finally berthed on the 17th, the very day she made her memorable departure from St Catherine's Dock last year. Here I said goodbye to the many staunch friends I had made, and to the staunch ship which I had grown to look on as a second home. And here I am, sitting comfortably in a brilliantly lighted grill room, with congenial company, and scarcely able to believe that I had seen all those things, and that I had known and worked with Sir Ernest Shackleton and Commander Frank Wilde and the other great men who took part in this expedition. It was a wonderful year and for all time I shall carry with me a vision of tumbling waves by day and phosphorescent breakers in the darkness and hear the hushed noise of the seals as they come to the surface in the still water of the pack and see again the glory of the Antarctic night. Well, next up is uh, the clip from uh, my presentation to Medway Town's SAS, um, focusing on Mooney leaving the expedition at Madeira and Shackleton's death in South Georgia. They became celebrities, really. Um, This is a typical sort of youth magazine at the time, Young Britain. They ran an eight issue story of Scouts of the Quest. I managed to get three copies so far. I I scan eBay regularly, if any come up on there. Um, So I I owned three copies of Young Britain uh, out of the eight that were produced on that story. Um, and Chums Magazine, <laughs> great, great name. <laughs> so <laughs> Chum, Chums Magazine, uh, they did a, an article on Into the Frozen South with Scout Mark. So lots of memorabilia. Uh, available on YouTube and um, I've got it as a, a, as a file. We've got the, the film of uh, the Quest ship and uh, <laughs> when it actually goes underneath Tower Bridge a hundred years ago so we know exactly what happened and we've got the film of of it actually happening. Um, So this is one of the earliest films really, you know, it's around that time. Um, So there's the two scouts and uh, I won't run the whole film because it's probably clearly running slower than it should Um, but uh, we've got the actual footage. Now we're allowed to use 15 seconds of that footage, we paid the royalties to use that in all of our promotion so we can actually use any 15 seconds of it in our promotions. So here's the original route. Uh, They went from uh, London all the way down, Rio Rio de Janeiro, down to Antarctica, round in a big circle down in Antarctica, and back. So a few photos there. There's the uh, the ship's cat, which was uh, was called, uh, now let me get it the right way around. Query was the dog, and Questy was the cat yeah so and uh, here we go this is the first bit of bad news i'm afraid so imagine you've been selected from 1700 scouts around the country who went for selection 10 go to the final selection Two get through you set off on the quest and this chap mooney poor mooney uh, got very seasick and uh, he really suffered and uh he did consider getting off at one of the first stops, uh, carried on, persevered, got worse, and when, he, when they got to Madeira, he was sent home by Shackleton. Um, so, very difficult thing, I would think, to have to live with, knowing that all those other scouts wanted to go, and he had to come home. Um, and uh, Shackleton writes to the mum saying, regret necessary action solely in the interest of the boy. Um, he was willing, or something. So that's uh, a telegraph that was sent home. So we've lost Mooney from the picture, so James Mar obviously now has to step up and represent the whole Scout Association um, <laughs> on, on board. Um, and then they get to the next bit of bad news. And uh, this is where they arrive in South Georgia. So they're on their way to um, Antarctica. It's just turned Christmas um, and just turned New Year. And then on the 5th of January, the day they arrive in South Georgia, Shackleton passes away. Uh, There's various uh, theories about how he died, but uh, it talks about angina uh, pectoris there. um, But he passed away um, on board the quest. And uh, that was on the 5th of January. So exactly 100 100 years um, when we will be there on the 5th of January, we'll be out in Antarctica. So Shackleton's buried on South Georgia. They originally were going to send, or well, they started to send his body home. It, it, got, it got halfway home, and then his wife said no, he'd want to be buried down there. <laughs> <a> Turn around, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she didn't want him, didn't want him back here, so uh, he's buried there in South Georgia. And most tourist ships that go to South Georgia, uh, people will have a, a top of whiskey above Shackleton's grave. Uh, um, his men built him a cairn. Um, so there's James Marr, looking more more like a man than a scout on his way back. Uh, so this is when they're on the way back from the um, from from having gone round Antarctica and coming back. Uh, so it would have been 1920 at that point, and uh, they built a Cairn to Shackleton. So this man became very important. Shackleton's right-hand man, Frank Wilde, decided. Uh, when Shackleton died, that he was going to carry the expedition on. And they were going to carry on uh, regardless and get to uh, try and finish all of the work that they had planned to do, the research work that they planned to do. So um, Frank Wilde carries things on. So finally we got our interview with Sam Payne from Aberdeen. So tell us a bit about yourself. Um...
1: (laughs) Yep, um, so I'm Sam. Uh Um, I live near Aberdeen uh, with my parents. Uh, I'm a geography student at Lancaster University, uh, but I've just come back from spending a year in Western Canada, not far from Vancouver.
0: Okay. Uh, And uh, scouting background?
1: Yep, um, so I started in Beavers back... 2006, went mm-hmm. like all the way through to Explorers, um, and I'm now a member of the University Scout Group and Health out with Cubs when I'm back home. Oh, so is that a SAGO out
0: in... Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, in Lancaster. In Lancaster. Oh, so part of your university
0: here. Yes. So, so how did the Canada thing come about then?
1: Um, so... so the course I'm on uh, just has an exchange programme with
0: it, and uh-huh.
1: I was lucky enough to get a place. and got Canada. That's cool.
0: Yeah, so not everyone doing your course gets to go no abroad, um, so. I right. people okay. Care, so. Yeah, but it fits with geography I suppose to to go somewhere else world. Yeah. To a different part
1: of the world, different
0: places. Yeah. And can you also um tell me a bit more about this role that you've got with RGS?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh so I'm a student ambassador, so I go into schools across Um, Well, England and Scotland now, um, Uh and promote geography, help out in geography classes and on field trips, and uh, just get get the kids involved in it.
0: That's really good. So it's sort of a way of giving back, really. So, yeah. Yes. yes. And uh, yeah. How did you get involved in that in the first place?
1: Uh, So I came to the university uh, sort of in my first term, looking for people because it was a fairly new scheme then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just wanted people to, to help out that were studying geography to get younger people involved. Cool.
0: Yeah, that's really good. And uh, it really fits, uh, as, you know, for our project. So to have someone involved, so involved with the RGS, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um. And what do you love doing when you're not working?
1: Um, so I spend a lot of time outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like hiking. Uh, obviously, I've got the, the brilliant <laughs> mountains for it. Uh, yeah. I like traveling. Um, photography all that
0: sort of thing yeah the travelling thing's getting a bit affected at the moment a <laughs> yeah. couple of plans cancelled I'm actually supposed to be in Kenya right now so yeah so I feel for you there yeah <laughs> cool. um, right so that's that's resume great um, what about earliest memory and it can be earliest scouting memory if you can't sort of think of your earliest memory
1: but can yeah. you yeah so, I had to actually have quite a think about this, and mm-hmm. the early sort of piece together memory that I can remember um, would be my first day at
0: school. Okay. Um, <laughs> what age, what sort of age, five or six sort of thing? That
1: would have been, yeah, five or six. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it might have been the first day at nursery, I can't really remember. But yeah. I remember having my school uniform on, and mum was wanting to take all photos of me. <laughs> and came in on the first day. <laughs> so
0: so sort of uh, that that thing about mum letting go of you for the first time sort of thing and yeah, yeah that's Ooh, that's very hard. nervous day yeah good okay earliest memory um if you could go back in time and you could meet sir ernest shackleton face to face and uh, sort of have a cup of tea with him uh what would you ask him what would be the the thing that you'd really want to know
1: um it's not too much of a complex question, mm-hmm. um, but I just want to know sort of what he'd want to do next. Um, like, I'm really into, like, big challenges and adventures and things like that. And yeah. I know a lot of people, once they've done one thing, they want to go on and do others. Yeah. So I'd like to know what what he'd have wanted to have done next. Yes. Um, what
0: his yeah. big challenge would be. And I suppose him not finishing the expedition that we're sort of uh, um, celebrating... Um, must yeah. have, you know. I mean, he he obviously wanted to go back down to Antarctica, um, yeah. but it was really what did he want to achieve? And from that, yeah, cool, okay. Um, right, unbelievable truth, Sam. So, is there something you can tell us that we
1: might surprise us about you? Um, again, I I was trying to think about this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really nothing too too fancy or
0: secretive. Yeah, um,
1: yeah but I just didn't think that uh, if you guys knew it yet or, or anything. But uh-huh. I was actually, I used to live in Kent. I um, oh. lived in Raynham for oh, brilliant. four years. So oh, that's I'll a
0: great one. <laughs> oh, so you're, you're a, you you actually lived down here. Yep. And when did <laughs> when, you move uh, back up to Scotland, or when did you move up to Scotland? Uh,
1: so we moved up in 2004. Okay. Uh, so that's where mum and dad are both from down there. Got a family there, oh wow so. oh that's
0: great okay so you're a scottish scout but you are from kent
1: yes yeah scottish like,
0: what a scottish great connection <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant that's superb um okay and emergency rations
1: this one I thought it was fairly
0: easy and anyone mm-hmm. that, that knows
1: me that's listening will know that. What's the one what is it? Hershey's cookie and cream
0: chocolate. <laughs> I, I just love it. <laughs> I actually got to visit the Hershey's factory when I was out in 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 the states. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was it's amazing. It's like going to Cadbury's but the American version it was of yeah. course American it was bigger and better but yeah. So, all right, so you big Hershey's fan. Yeah, got- <laughs> That cookies and cream, yeah, I know, I know the packaging. I can imagine it in my head. It's sort of the brown and white packaging, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The one. That's the one. So brown and gold is is it is brown and white or brown and gold? Uh, yeah, brown yeah. And white. yeah. 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 Cool. Okay, so cookies and cream, um, and how many of those are you taking with you? I saw my bag Okay. <laughs> Right, and what other item uh, would you have to take with you, sort of like a, a keepsake or a, or a, or something uh, special to you?
1: Um, for me, I think it would have to be uh, one of my cameras. Um, okay. Like I say, I'm into photography. Um, Great. I do a lot of film photography now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think getting some some really sort nice photos of the landscape down there would be.
0: Okay. Incredible. And with your with your project, because your project, you were going to do some sort of comparison between a uh, yes. hundred years uh, ago and now. Sense. Yeah. 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 And I love the idea you mentioned in your project ideas about comparing the equipment uh, of now and then. So yeah. you could take photos of the modern equipment, I suppose, and and then try and research what the similar equipment would have been back then. And yeah, yeah exactly. that'd be excellent. Okay, cool yeah it's good to have another photographer on the on the project um and lastly your thoughts about antarctica sam so what what it what makes it special for you why do you think it's going to be so special place to visit um
1: obviously it's, it's an incredible place it's not like anywhere else on the planet really is it with the the scenery and the wildlife you get there mm-hmm. um but my personal thoughts are like it's obviously such a fragile place you know you hear about it uh, melting and global warming and mm-hmm. all these sorts of things. So I think just sort of appreciating the, the fragility of it.
0: Mm. And, it seems to me that the closer I get to this project becoming a reality, it, it it's becoming more relevant yeah. Um I don't know, because when when I started thinking about this seven years ago or whatever it was, it was more around Shackleton and celebrating the hundred years and so on. And as we get closer to going, the projects evolved to, to sort of fit the the fact that we've got this major major issues in the world and 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 how. Climate change might affect things, and and how global warming might affect things, and so on. So and Mm -hmm. and and also the uh, the wildlife and how that yeah yeah, endangered species and so on. And it's all just seems way more relevant than when I first had the idea. If you see what I mean. So yeah, yeah.
1: It's funny though because things like the wildlife. Obviously, they'd have appreciated back when um, yeah and Shackleton went, but they wouldn't have really. Noticed about the climate whereas, like you say it's mm-hmm. far more relevant even than really
0: relevant in the now isn't it yeah yeah it. Um, it's all all just sort of uh, seems like this is a really great time to sort of create 10 scouting ambassadors for antarctica <laughs> which is good timing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah cool yeah excellent Well, that's it for our June uh, 2020 instalment of the podcast. Um, Episode 8, Done and Dusted. Um, And uh, we'll see you next month. Cheers for now.